is more than just a batsman or something like a tie. Welcome to all the fantastic fans of the Gloves Are Off to the episode in which Dirty Gordito and Ride Driver nervously venture out of the ring and into the stands from the front row seats to the nosebleed section of the bleachers to investigate and illuminate that amazing sporting creature known as the fan. The fan or fanatic, sometimes termed aficionado or supporter, a person who is enthusiastically devoted to or is possessed by a sporting team or a sporting hero. The term comes from the modern Latin word fanaticus, meaning insanely but divinely inspired. Oh, that's right. We want to invite you, the fan, to join the show on 94187700 or text 0429913913 and put yourself in with a chance of taking away the $100 prize as a laudable listener. Mm, and that's $100 cash thanks to Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. So, mate, how do they win the $100? Well, give us a call and talk up an ingenious, inspirational, come on, something different, original, creative, Creative, ah. something we didn't think of, which makes it a little bit tough, but yeah. get yeah. on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's kick off the show now with a quirky quiz question. Mm. Be the first to call in with the correct answer, and you can win a Pancho's Mexican Restaurant voucher. Nine four one eight double seven double O, and tell us the former Test cricketer who ran onto the field as a fan to congratulate Steve Waugh on reaching his double hundred. Remember against no. the West Indies <laughs> in Jamaica in nineteen ninety five. He ran onto the field. Oh, no, what was he thinking? I think he'd had a couple of scotches and decided to run onto the field and pat Steve Waugh on the back. So, who is it? Hey, call in and win a Pancho's voucher. I'm yeah. pretty sure Steve told him to get off the ground. So, Reverous Rye, what do you reckon of the fabulous fan friendlies per stadium? Mm, I love it. Eh? Poor old Subiaco Oval had become cramped and outdated. Oh, mate, the whacker had turned from a relaxing place to a concrete and limestone sweat box, completely uncomfortable for spectators. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I think we've got a jock from Baldivis, is it here? Already? Is that a record? I think it is, yeah. No, from Esperance there. G'day, jock. Come on, jock. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah. Brilliant. Lady. How can we help you there, jock? Well, mate, I'm, uh, I'm a diehard uh, Eagle supporter, unfortunately, for oh, you guys. Oh, still talking to you. What's happening, yep. jock? Well, well, mate, um, I'm, I'm a pretty devoted fan, and I've loved the Eagles for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a room devoted to um, oh. my beloved team. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. A, We've got a name a, for people like you, Jock. I'm, uh, yep, I've got the surfboard hanging on the wall. I've got a beautiful 2018 A4 Premiership. Managed to make the 2005 uh, Grand Final where we lost to Ooh, Sydney Swans by a small yeah. margin. Did that hurt? I remember that? Did you get to the yeah. 2006, the year after? See the victory? No, I didn't. Mm. No, I didn't. No, I was very, very, uh, very upset by that one, but that's okay. Did you make the 2018 grand final in Jock? Uh, yes, I did. No, I did not. Ah. No, I didn't. 
No, no, that's why I've got the big, uh, the big frame uh, Guernsey and the and the flying high motive sitting on my wall. Who's your favourite eagle over all those victorious years? Oh, jeez, I'd like to say Ben Cousins to be honest, but uh, he was Cousin. sensational. Yeah, no, he's yeah, my favourite. He's my favourite eagle by a, yeah, by a, by a um, stretch. And Matera, and I think ah. Nando is. Uh, Doing a good job as well. So I've got him on my wall as well. I've got Coxie on my wall. Oh, good oh, stuff. Nice one. What about I've Dom Sheed? Have you got a photo of Dom Sheed kicking that vital goal? Uh, no, I don't like left footers. <laughs> you don't like the left footers? <laughs> You're left footer yeah. guy? I think you might be. Uh, oh, good no, on that's jock. brilliant jock, okay. and it's great to hear yeah. from you. And Fantastic. at the moment, you're in the lead for that $100 prize <laughs> from Adrian Slater. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Jock. beautiful. I'll listen to you guys. Thank you. Ah, keep listening to us, because I tell you what, we keep getting better when Jock's listening to us. And where yeah. were we right before Jock oh, gave us that inspirational Subiaco little Oval being cramped and outdated. Oh, of course it is, and the whacker. And I'll tell you what, look, I, I know, you, you know you like the music and the view at the Perth Stadium. Yeah, it, it is amazing. But call me old-fashioned, Rye. I reckon they overdo the music a bit during the AFL. It's, it's a bit too much American razzmatazz for me with the loudspeaker interruptions every time the local team kicks a goal. Then you've got a loud sing-along at quarter-time yeah. breaks just when you want to relax with a quarter Quiet chat with a mate. Oh, you're living in the past there, dude. Get with the times, mate. It's entertaining and it adds to the atmosphere. atmosphere. You fuddy-duddy. What? Yeah. I'll, I'll give them this. The most pleasing part for the stadium is the ingenious investment in the delightful fan uh, entertainment package called Kiss Cam. Oh. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, okay. Isn't it sweet mm. when they capture young lovers or an elderly married couple caressing lips for all the stadium to see? Oh, adorable. And the best stadiums in the world excite the crowd with a bit of Kiss Cam, don't oh, they? Sorry. And when there's a break in play, when they held the grand final, the AFL grand final in Perth, I was actually hoping yeah, <laughs> a, a little peck between Gary. Gary Lyon and right. Billy Brownless, you, you know, uh, forgive and forget. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. On yeah. Or, or what about what about a bit of kiss and makeup, say no. between uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield? Ooh, that'd be good. But come on, keep away from the ears, please, Mike. Come on. Oh, what about a bit of kiss cam between uh, Wayne Carey and Anthony Stevens? Ooh, good luck seeing that. <laughs> or a cool. nice lip lock between Ronda Rousey and Floyd Mayweather. Ooh. Of course, if we'd yeah. had that Ashes Test in Perth recently, mm. we might. I'd have seen a little smooch on Kiss Cam between Ian Chappell and Ian Botham. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, what about what, what about a little snog between Dennis Lilly and Jarvid Meander? Oh, yeah, they're good <laughs> mates. Or possibly a nice patch between Shane Warne and Steve War. No, I've got it. Go I've on. got the best one so far, yeah. mate. Billy Jean King planting one on Margaret Court at the <laughs> Margaret Court Arena. Yeah. Hey. Or the Kiss Cam PSD resistance oh, yeah, down at the local Detroit ice yeah. skating rink. Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan locking lips. Now that would be worth putting on the big screen. Yep. Gotta love a good kiss. Does home loan terminology leave your head spinning? Let Adrian Slater take the worry out of your next home loan decision with his stressless, personable approach. With 22 years of experience as a leading Perth mortgage broker, Adrian Slater will find the best loan for your individual circumstances. In a pleasant and professional manner, Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. Home loans, investment loans and specialising in first home buyer. Call 0412 401 772 now.
Yeah, good one, Slates. Come on. So anyway, Roy, I noticed Kiss Cam's not the only spectator involvement, big screen activity at the Perth Stadium. Yeah. They also have Tough Guy Cam, you know, fans flexing uh. the muscles on camera and Dance Cam, fans performing their grooviest moves on the big screen. Yeah. I'm glad they knocked back that silly idea of drop your top cam anyway. <laughs> mm. Yeah, pretty dumb ideas you've asked me, you know. They don't compare to Kiss Cam. And where did all that start, you know, putting up fans on a big screen? Hmm. Well, mm, come a- on. apparently it began at English soccer grounds with hooligan cam showing opposition fans punching the suitcase out of each other. Well, just recently, mm-hmm. I went to watch the uh, Perth Wildcats yeah. at the Perth yeah. Arena, mm-hmm. and I noticed uh, all the fans stood up when I walked in, and mm-hmm. I thought, oh... How great is this? <laughs> Unreal. You know, and they're clapping and applauding and going off. And then uh, reality set in and I realise that they have a tradition to mm-hmm. stand until the first points are scored. Then everyone sits down. It wasn't just because they recognise Ryan oh. Driver. Good one. Yeah. Hey, what? could this could this perhaps be applied to other sports? What, what do you reckon? Uh, could, could it work in cricket? Not if you've got Jeffrey Boycott and Chris Tavernay opening the batting for England, mate. Now, that would test the fans out. <laughs> Waiting for the first runs, you know, an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh, no, it's a leg bye. Yeah. yeah. We have to keep standing. Perhaps uh, another sport. Oh, soccer, maybe soccer. Oh, mate, mm-hmm. could you imagine standing up all day to a nil-all draw? Two hours waiting for the first goal would test the best fan. <laughs> and you know what? Many would be carried out like uh, those Chinese ceramic entombed warriors. <laughs> Stiff, <laughs> unable to walk, but still standing. I'm still standing better than I ever did. Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. And I'm still standing after all this time. One category of fans that yeah. well always intrigued me is the dress-up fan. Yeah. Some dress in masks, some dress as a famous person yeah. for like Rishi Benno, the Benno's. No. Uh, some like to wear the same shirt as part of a group mm. or just find a way to show support for their team. Some dress-up fans become so obsessed with club merchandise, they pay $40 to get in and then spend $300 yeah. on T-shirts, jumpers. Oh, don't forget uh, the beanie, scarves, caps, badges, bedroom accessories. Excuse me. Yeah, pillow slips, posters, you know, fluffy toys. Anything in club colours they can get their hands on. The dress-up fan tends to follow sports can be played comfortably indoors or at big stadiums. You know, like... The old duffel coat full of badges just doesn't work so well down at the surfing. Mm. Many dress-up fans like to wear the team's sporting attire, but, Ride, I know you have a concern about what some fans have been wearing to the cricket and football. Yes, Daddy. Look, I've noticed a worrying trend. Mm. When I go to the AFL to support my Adelaide Crows, there's fans wearing one-day cricket shirts. Uh, what? Or, or Wallaby rugby tops. Uh, why? Uh, Manchester United soccer guernseys. Mm. And then I go to watch the Scorchers play, and there's fans wearing West Coast Eagles jumpers, mm. uh, LA Lakers and Chicago Bulls singlets. I don't like it. You've, You've got, got a point. And out of place. You are spot on. You've yep. got a point there, Ride Driver. Wear the appropriate top to support the sport that you watch. It can't be that difficult. Well, I reckon security should be on top of this blight at any big sporting events. Turf them out if they don't dress appropriately. Mm. Chuck them out, I say. I agree. What's next? Horse racing fans turning up to cricket and football wearing jockey silks? Oh, NFL fans wearing a helmet and shoulder pads? (laughs) Sumo wrestling fans wearing the mawashi. What's the mawashi? The loincloth that looks like a cross between a cloth nappy and a G-string. Fencing fans turning up with their repay wearing a 
mask and a chest protector. Hey, what about if well, fans turn up wearing beach volleyball outfits? Oh, well, that's not too bad. I don't don't mind that actually. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Give it some thought, sports fans. Dress appropriately when you attend the big game. A simple matter of being dressed for success. You're listening to the incredible entertaining prowess of yes. the Gloves Are Off with Dirty Good Eater and Ride Driver. In this episode, we're talking about the fan. Yes, and you can win $100 from Adrian Slater's Mortgage Broking Services by joining the show on 9418-7700 or texting 0429-913-913. You've got to be in it to win it. Hey, if you've just what? joined us, where have you been? You've ah. missed some of our best material. Oh, and you'll find all our episodes and videos on our website, www.thegloveseareoff.com. Don't even think of changing that dial away from Sport FM. Yeah, just rip the dial off and stay on 91.3. And why not uh, increase the volume and... There's a little tribute there from the wonderful creative Glenn Wheatley from the Masters Apprentice. Turn Up Your Radio was a hit back in 1970, not long before Gough Whitlam started singing It's Time. Yeah, I know. And it's time here for Rod from Success. Come on, Rod. We've been waiting for a year. (laughs) This is his debut performance. Come on, Rod. How are you, Rod? Ah, there's the dulcet yeah. tones oh, we've been waiting mate. for. The West Perth man. Yeah. What do you got the for parties, us? hey? Yeah, well, uh, I, was, I was pleased to see that you guys turned up to the uh, the wine up last year. The, uh, Wasn't it brilliant? Yeah, good time for all there, Rod. Loved, Loved it. it. Loved it. Wasn't right, that mate. good that Sport FM organised it just down the road from your house? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> it should be expected, shouldn't it? Actually, I was pretty disappointed because my whole... My whole night was based on being the prize, uh, the main prize of the day, which was the, the gloves are off show bag, and oh. I didn't get it, so I mean, Mate, just bought it. Mate, cool. What have you got to say on the fan there, Rod? How can you enlighten us? Well, I, I'll give you my favourite fan moment of oh, all time. Good one. Can't wait, come on. Uh, and it was me. <laughs> In 1976, I reckon it was, WA Queensland, uh, you don't hear much of it, Anywhere else, but you hear plenty of it on on, on ninety one point three, the the miracle match. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah, I had uh, well, I can't remember what it was. I think it was five cents to get the bus there and ten cents for a can of coke, and I can't remember how much money I had. I must, oh, I think I had less than a dollar, but I spent the day at the cricket, and um, <laughs> uh, I had enough money left. I, I think it was ten cents, it might have been twenty, but I had enough money left after the game. I went up and bought a can of coke, yep. and I jumped the fence. And I sprinted out to the middle of the ground, and I gave my can of coke to Dennis Lilly. Oh, uh, oh big day! Good on you, Foddy. Yeah, Foddy, we love if that. You at, if you ever look at a uh, an old uh, yep. uh, uh, video clip or whatever, the crowd I'll, I'll running on. Celebrate the day. You will see uh, yeah. the presentations that have been done. You will see that Dennis is standing there with a can of coke, oh. and uh, that was me. And that's my claim. That's my sporting claim to fame in my life. You know, so. Oh. Absolutely um, brilliant. Yeah, auspicious. Don't. Love it to We're death. We're going to be looking that up, aren't I'll we? I'll just be either. a little bit careful here, Rod, from success, because Wayne Dunny-Clark, he took three for that day. Yes. He feels a little bit ripped Left off out. that fot, that lily. Eh? He took the can of Coke and the best player on the ground again. Yep. Maybe it should have been Clarkie. What yeah. do you reckon, Rod? Hey. 
when we had the competition, I asked the big man of the match, he said he turned to go first. My mate went first and he said Dennis Billy. So I thought, okay, well, uh, Wayne Clark took three wickets, so I, I got Wayne Clark in the jaw. Um, <laughs> so I didn't win because yeah. uh, you, go, you go in turns. And, and I wasn't the leader of the pack, so I couldn't really complain. But um, uh, if I ever see Wayne Clark in, 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 you know, in real life, well, I'll have a go at him for that. <laughs> you can come here to 91.3, well, mate, any morning, and you can have a go at him. Yeah, love sometimes it. he's sleeping yeah. here in the yeah. studio, getting ready yeah, for the, the uh, sports brekkie. Yeah. Anyway, Rod, we better wind that one up and, and get on to the rest of the show, but I tell you what. You're a ripper. Big chance for that $100, Rod, from success. Yeah, big yeah, chance. I reckon so. Thank you, Rod. Thanks, God. Well, I'll tell you what, we were talking about old Goffy Whitlam back there in the early 70s. Remember when he started singing, it's yeah. time? Well, it's time for another round of that brand new segment of The Gloves Are Off, eh? Hey? I've just got to take on. a deep breath. Excuse me while I mentally prepare for this one. Are you ready? Mm. Strap yourself in, sports fans. The lights have dimmed and the supernatural juices are beginning to flow. It's time for... Psychic Sacrifice. Welcome to the part of the show where the gifted Gordito predicts the sporting future. Yes, thank you very much, respectful Rye. I, Dirty Gordito, am about to analyse my cards, my Scanlon's VFL footy cards, and look deeply into my crystal ball, my crystal kookaburra ball. I'm feeling an extra strong connection. Rye, call the cards out as I turn them over. Jimmy Cracker. Tony Liberatore, the little pest. Peter Knights, Hawthorne champion. Somebody is walking out. I can see the letters J-L. Who is it? Joe Lewis? Jonah Lomu? John Lennon? J-Lo? Jennifer Lopez? Oh, I know, I know. Jacob Landsmere. No, it's Justin Langer. Okay, so Justin Langer walks out. Who will replace J-L? I can see a large man in a spin with a large ego. <laughs> The new Australian cricket coach is Shane Warne. Wow. You heard it here first on Psychic Sacrifice on The Gloves Are Off. Turn some more cards, please, gifted Gordito. Oh, Peter McKenna uh, paid for the pies. Gary Dempsey. Wow, huge. Oh, Barry Cable on that left foot. Australia wins a gold medal at the Winter Olympics. What event? Speed skating? The luge? Curling? No, synchronised snowman building. Turn some cards, Great Gordito. Royce Hart, centre half forward. George Young, Subi to St Kilda. Oh, Lethal Lee Matthews. I can see a medal with 2022. Mm, must be the Brownlow medal. Come on, who wins? I see the name Jack. Oh, Jack Steele. Jack McRae. Oh, the Rude. Jack Siebel. Jack Revolt. Oh, Toddson. Jack Viney. Yeah. No, it's Jack Darling. Jack Darling? What's going on? Jack Darling wins the Brian Needle medal playing for Minganew. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Good on him. Remember, if you choose to bet, do so responsibly by following the gifted Gordito's predictions. That brings to a conclusion another exciting edition of Psychic Sacrifice. Does home loan terminology leave your head spinning? Let Adrian Slater take the worry out of your next home loan decision with his stress-less, personable approach. With 22 years of experience as a leading Perth mortgage broker, Adrian Slater will find the best loan for your individual circumstances. In a pleasant and professional manner, Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. Home loans, investment loans and specialising in first home buyers. 
Call 0412 401 772 now. Strap yourself in, sports fans. The lights have dimmed and the supernatural juices are beginning to flow. It's time for... Psychic Sacrifice. Welcome to the part of the show where the gifted Gordito predicts the sporting future. Yes, thank you very much, respectful Rye. I, Dirty Gordito, am about to analyse my cards, my Scanlon's VFL footy cards, and look deeply into my crystal ball, my crystal kookaburra ball. I'm feeling an extra strong connection. Rye, call the cards out as I turn them over. Jimmy Cracker. Tony Libertore, the little pest. Peter Knights, Hawthorne champion. Somebody is walking out. I can see the letters J-L. Who is it? Joe Lewis? Jonah Lomu? John Lennon? J-Lo? Jennifer Lopez? Oh, I know, I know. Jacob Landsmere. No, it's Justin Langer. Okay, so Justin Langer walks out. Who will replace J-L? I can see a large man in a spin with a large ego. <laughs> the new Australian cricket coach is Shane Warne. Wow. You heard it here first on Psychic Sacrifice on The Gloves Are Off. Turn some more cards, please, Gifted Gordito. Oh, Peter McKenna uh, paid for the pies. Gary Dempsey. Wow, huge. Oh, Barry Cable on that left foot. Australia wins a gold medal at the Winter Olympics. What event? Speed skating? The luge? Curling? No, synchronised snowman building. Turn some cards, great Gordito. Royce Hart, centre half forward. George Young, Subi to St Kilda. Oh, Lethal Lee Matthews. I can see a medal with 2022. Mm, must be the Brownlow medal. Come on, who wins? I see the name Jack. Oh, Jack Steele. Jack McRae. Oh, the Rouge. Jack Siebel. Jack Revolt. Oh, Todd's son. Jack Viney. Yeah. No, it's Jack Darling. Jack Darling? What's going on? Jack Darling wins the Brian Needle medal playing for Minganew. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Good on him. Remember, if you choose to bet, do so responsibly by following the gifted Gordito's predictions. That brings to a conclusion another exciting edition of Psychic Sacrifice. Does home loan terminology leave your head spinning? Let Adrian Slater take the worry out of your next home loan decision with his stressless, personable approach. With 22 years of experience as a leading Perth mortgage broker, Adrian Slater will find the best loan for your individual circumstances. In a pleasant and professional manner, Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. Home loans, investment loans, and specialising in first home buyers. Call 0412 401 772 now. Just a couple of deep breaths. Gee, that, that psychic sacrifice yeah. certainly saps the mental energy. But, yeah, let's kick on with some more fan talks. So resplendent, Rye, what, what exactly is a fan? Well, a fandom is a subculture composed of fans, characterised by a feeling of empathy and camaraderie with others who share a common interest. We're here to yeah. educate, mate, and you never disappoint with your amazing level of understanding. Oh, I've got an interesting category here, a fan, mate, and I call him the obsessed fan, the painter and the decorator, <laughs> oh, yeah. a fan who meticulously creates a shrine to honour a team or favourite player, a special place painted with their team colours, decorated with posters, T-shirts, magazines, books, signs, cups, cards, toys, badges, ties. What have I missed? Uh, maybe mirrors oh, yeah. or club 
coloured candles. I mean, some fans will go to extraordinary lengths to show their allegiance. Oh, tattoos, mm. crazy, outrageous haircuts, oh, yes. painted letter boxes, and paint your home different colours, number plates, painted faces. Even one bloke who painted a logo on his front lawn. On the front lawn. Wow. Yeah. Hey, did he paint it black? The obsessed fan tends to struggle when an icon from their club moves to a rival club. Yeah, when Ron Borashi defected to Carlton in 1964, for many Demons fans, it was an act of betrayal. Oh, that's yeah. right. Borashi was Melbourne's captain and their hero, their inspiration and their hope. Children cried. Lifetime grudges were engendered. Yeah. And mothers picked the famous 31 from the red and blue jumpers. They did. Yeah. People didn't know how to react. In one famous letter to a newspaper, a couple from Mount Waverley asked, yeah. how could they change the name of their retriever what? from Ron Barassi without upsetting the dog? What about the columnist, Keith Dunstan, who wrote about a lady from Lilydale who was reminded of Ron's betrayal every time her pet budgerigar said, come on, Ron, come on, Ron, she had so patiently trained to do. Unbelievable. Yep. Those 1960s Melbourne supporters, they sure were obsessed. Hell, how about the 2021 Melbourne supporters? Oh, Hayden no. Burbage and the cabbage Mark Cabbage Babbage, yeah, right? The yeah. two pinheads caught red and blue-handed in the Demons' change rooms at Perth Stadium. After the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, there they were, drinking beer, hugging players, shaking hands and bragging how they got away with it. <laughs> An anonymous tip-off yeah. led police to suspect the men allegedly lied and had been in Melbourne just 11 days earlier. Tipped off by envious Melbourne wags, yes. I suspect. The idiots were arrested in Margaret River by police. No, several charges including disobeying an emergency declaration, giving false or misleading information, using a forged document and criminal deception to obtain a benefit. They got away lightly, yeah. needed to be placed on the chain gang. Oh, pretenders, weren't they, hey? You're listening to the gloves are off here with my <laughs> driver and Dirty Godetto, and we're talking the fan. That's right. From Wayne from South Fremantle to Rod from Success. Steve from Wanneroo to good old Neil from Hamilton Hill. From Emma from Bayswater to Harvey from Redcliffe. Call 9418 or text 0429-913-913 to join the show with a chance of winning Come $100 on. cash as a laudable listener. You heard correctly, yes. $100 cash from Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. Yeah, can you believe that? 100 bucks cash. Holy. I might uh, just sneak out and ring in myself, maybe with a, with a phony voice, mm. uh, see if I can win 100 smackaroos. Let's go back to 1977 mm -hmm. in the WAFL, Lathlane Park, and the Mercurial Murray Cooper, the full forward for the Perth Demons. Oh, yes, yeah. Murray Cooper, fast-leading, agile, quick off the mark, volatile, with a brilliant kick, yeah. absolutely brilliant kick. Yeah. Yes, I remember that game playing against the Bulldogs, South yeah. Romano. Oh. He was on song that day, looking very ominous and ready to kick a bag. What's right. When a South Fremantle supporter who had been badgering and abusing Coops all day broke the code, broke the fan code of conduct 
and made a deflammatory comment about his mother. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Coop's had a short temper at the best of times. Didn't he? What? In retaliation, when Cooper got the ball next, he ran into an open goal, kicked the goal, and then he straddled the fence, <laughs> and he chased the culprit up the bank, around the toilet block, yeah. past the Mr. Whippy van, out of the ground, and down the road. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again Still getting over. Yeah, uh, the Perth number 26. Oh. Old Coop's running down the road after that fan. <laughs> Got what he deserves, that bloke. Hey, yeah. I can't resist mentioning possibly my favourite sporting fan. Oh, not another story from Pete from Pingrup, is it? No, no. Come on. <laughs> I would love right. that. He's, he's yeah. a ripper, Pete. He is. No, Ry, you know how much I enjoy the pugilistic warfare that is boxing. Yeah. From the wonderful world of boxing comes the story of James Miller, yeah. also known as... Fan man. He's not that nutcase with a mm-hmm. giant fan strapped to his back, yes. is he? He invaded the boxing at Caesar's Palace. Correct. That's him. Correct, alrighty. The heavyweight title fight between Evander Holyfield and Riddick Bow at Caesar's Palace in 1993. The fan had to be, oh, sorry, the fight had to be paused during the seventh mm. round when Fan Man hit the side <laughs> of the ring after flying in through the roof using his plumbing giant fan. After Miller was violently ejected, the fight was resumed. The real deal, Holyfield won by decision. Yeah. It was Miller as the fan man, though, who stole the show that night and captured the imagination of fans. What a loser. That bloke should just fly away. That moment definitely increased the need for security at sporting events. Security from in, out, and above the athletes and fans. Yet, in 2004, there was an incident regarding another palace. Oh, we'd, um, we'd better leave Buckingham Palace out of this, right? You, yeah. you know, legal yeah. ramifications and all. Mm. And Queen Elizabeth loves our show, and I don't think she needs to be reminded about Andrew and the misbehaving family anymore. Mm, the wrong palace, mate. No, I'm referring mm. to the 2004 oh. NBA game oh. between Indiana and Detroit at the Palace in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Ah, oh, the malice in the palace, of course. Yes. That night had a lasting effect. It ignited everything. A fight broke out between the Pacer team and the fans in the stands. Oh, this is awful. Fans are getting involved. Steven Jackson's in the fans. Rasheed Wallace going into the stands. Fans are such an emotional investment. There is a darkness there. A fan mm. threw a drink at Ron Artest, and Indiana players climbed up into the stands and started fighting the D- Detroit spectators. Now, that's what I call fan interaction. Oh, a dark day for Hoops Dirty. Mm. The game had to be stopped with 45 seconds remaining due to a massive brawl. Ron Artest was suspended for 86 games and Stephen Jackson for 30. That event definitely yeah. tarnished the NBA brand. I think it's also a major reason that Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace? Mm-hmm. Oh, gee, I thought 86-game suspension was enough punishment. Anyway, <laughs> on a brighter note, let's go for a bit of this, mate. Well, 
Welcome to Stars in 45, the greatest sports quiz since Tonya Harding first met Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> this week's sensational prize is... A carton of eats and treats from Dunny's Dog Food. That's right, everybody's favourite cricketer, coach, commentator and radio personality has ventured into the dazzling dog food business. With intricately formulated ingredients and Dunny's own 20 special herbs and spices recipe, your precious pooch will salivate at the first sniff of Dunny's delights. From brutal beef to chirpy chicken and luscious lamb, as well as a revolutionary supply of vegan meals for the discerning dog in your life. For appetising meals to be licked, chomped and chewed, reward your hungry hound with Dunny's dog food. Well, I know my dogs, Flassie, Tonto, Rin Tin Tin and Cujo. Cujo. All adore Dunny's dog food. Wayne has already expanded his business overseas, where Dunny's dog food is now the meal of choice for the corgis at Buckingham Palace, as well as Putin's poodles and Kim John's chihuahuas. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. So to have a crack at that Dunny's dog food prize on Stars and 45, be the first to answer the following question. The crazed German fan who attacked Monica Sellers with a knife was a huge fan of which famous tennis player? Mm, it's safe to say that he was probably a fan of a German tennis player. Is it safe? Oh, oh, oh no. Good one. Boris Becker was a great tennis player, but I don't think it was him. Oh, Jolly Justin's found a winner. Yeah. We have Ray from Ravensthorpe on the line, and he correctly answered Steffi Graf. Welcome to Stars in 45. Ray from Ravensthorpe. It's the Raver. Yeah, Ray from Ravensthorpe, mate. We're all mad down this way. Something in the water. I'm ready to go, <laughs> but I've been looking forward to this for about a week. Oh, awesome. A little ray of sunshine there, perhaps. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. I tell you, Ray, it's going to be just a little what? bit different, Stars in 45, this episode. Oh, don't tell me that. I've been practicing it all week. Cut it out. Well, you, it's what? fine. We'll, we'll talk you through it. In 45 seconds, I'm going to name a range of stars or celebrities who are fans of popular teams. You need to respond with the team that they are a fan of. You reckon you can handle that one, Ray? Oh, whose mad idea was that? Jolly Justin Lane or something, the producer down that way. What's he on? <laughs> it actually oh, was, and we're going we're gonna to go with exactly. it. We're going to have a crack at it. I it would be a stupid idea. <laughs> it's What's he up to? It's a little bit different, but we're going to love it yeah. just as much. And let's go. Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the truth there, yeah. LA Lakers. He was banned for inappropriate behaviour, believe it or not. Kick him out. Rove McManus. Oh, Ruck Rover for the Fremantle Dockers. He's a Perth boy. Sean's brother or cousin or something crazy like that. Julia Gillard. Oh, I love her. Treated badly. Strong-willed. She's a Western Bulldog, mate. Uh, boyfriend's a hairdresser. Like her. Spike Lee. Oh, Spike Lee. Lee. Oh, he made that film uh, Jungle Fever. will do the right thing. Oh, my favourite. Malcolm X. Yeah, New York Knicks. Yeah, he's a volleyball star. He's a spiker, man. Drake. Well, Charlie Drake, or Sir Francis Drake, and I uh, know, oh, no, Drake the rapper, yeah, yeah. Toronto Raptors, Canadian, birds of prey. Justin Timberlake. Well, the Memphis Grizzlies, yeah, uh, down in Elvis country there. Grizzly Bear Adams sort of area, yeah. Had a hit with a single there, uh, hit single with I'm a lumberjack, but I'm okay. Liam Gallagher. No, he's mad, yeah. He's been climbing up the Wonderwall, yeah, Manchester City. Sang that song, Midnight at the Oasis. I like that. It's his only good song. Hugh Grant. 
Oh, Liz Hurley, four weddings at a funeral. I tell her what, it was his funeral after he got tangled up with the Vine Brown. <laughs> oh, he follows the Fulham Soccer Club. He married Bridget Jones. Ian Molly Meldrum. No, oh, Paul Meldrum's dad. Yeah, he played for the Carlton Blues, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. He's a saint, of course. He's a saint. St Kilda. Sam Pang. Well, I like Sam Pang Carlton. He worked at the front bar at the Fitzroy Lion Pub in Fitzroy there. Jacob Landsmere. Oh, yeah, he's a big old East Fremantle supporter there and a mad West Coast Eagles. Undisputed king of morning radio. Yeah, he's, he's great. I really like old, old, old Landsmere. Jacob Landsmere, he's good. Julie Bishop. My Bromman sister. Fremantle Dockers, number one ticket holder. Barack Obama. Oh, the old Barrick. Yeah, he's a Barrick. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Best mates with their Jordan there. Big Michael. Bradley Cooper. No, oh, I've got this one. Australian swimmer who won a gold medal at Munich in the 400 metres freestyle. He bags for the Gold Coast, the uh, Gold Coast Suns. Kathy. Oh, sorry, Kathy mate. The time, time's up. Freeman, wouldn't it? Oh, Kathy Bates. Oh, Katie Ledecky. <laughs> yeah, she. Well, she knows Bell's gone Kathy there, uh, Ray. Sorry, that's it. But oh, you're joking. You've done an awesome job. Seconds, you must be. What? It's been a great performance what? there, Ray. How do you think you went? Well, I think I creamed it and got them all. I would be surprised. I'd be very upset if I didn't get the 15 right. Well, tell the truth. Rise Telly here. Oh, 12. You've got 12, mate, right. which means you've won the God, prize. Oh, I won the prize, have I? Oh, all that homework I've been doing. I've been staying up all night, work, reading through encyclopedias, doing my homework. You beauty. <laughs> uh, great role model for the kids there, yeah. eh? Yeah, and it's been oh, yeah. wonderful to have you on the show. Look, uh, what's been your favourite episode of The Gloves Are Off? I'll give you one guess, mate. Go on, have a guess. Uh, villains. No, no, that'd be ridiculous. Uh, larrikins, because there's a lot of larrikins down this way, all over the place, the CBH, especially where I work. Okay. Yeah, larrikins. I love larrikins. Really do. No, yeah. that's awesome. And thanks for your splendid effort there, Ray from Ravensthorpe. And keep listening to the Gloves Are Off. Oh, will do. Never miss it. Love it. Okay, Judy. Thank you. Bye. I tell you what, Ray, I have to admit a slight disappointment on my part. Oh, when I heard that I had Ray from down south on the line, yeah. I was hopeful that it was my old hero, Ray Bouskis from oh, Margaret River, yeah. the big number 18 for the Bulldogs. Good but, player. Well, look, fingers crossed we might get Ray the champion goal kicker on another time. Hopefully. So come on, rampant Ray. What did you think of Ray from Ravensthorpe? The raver from Ravensthorpe. Mm. Very knowledgeable. Yeah. Oh, had a slightly aggressive tone, I thought. <laughs> There is something in the water down there, but isn't there, hey? Don't you think? <laughs> well, yeah. just running through the correct answers. Yeah. First, we had Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the LA Lakers, famous actor. Easy yeah. rider. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. A few good men. Did you know that Nicholson pays yeah. over $5,000 per game for his courtside seat? What? And then gets kicked out. Oh, that'd be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the money. Uh, Roy McManus, stand-up comedian, gold Logie winner, lifetime fan of professional wrestling, yeah. and a Fremantle Docker yeah. member. Julia Gillard, Australia's 27th Prime Minister and a long-life Bulldog supporter and member, and once joked that she had more chance of lining up for the Western Bulldogs than being Prime Minister. That's right. Yeah. Then we had Spike Lee, goes to the New York Knicks. Yeah. He's the American movie director who had a famous disagreement with Madison Square Garden officials over which elevator he could use. Hmm. Video surfaced of him yelling at security guards. Hmm. Then we went to Drake. 
Drake is among the world's best-selling music artists with over 170 million records sold. Wow. I checked up. I believe the gloves are off CDs and DVDs. <laughs> we're approaching 60 million. We're yeah. not there yet. So we've got a bit of catching up to do. And, of course, Drake goes for the Toronto Raptors. It's Charlie Drake, Sir Francis Drake. Oh, a bit of yeah, well, there's plenty of Drakes yeah. around. Hey. Ducks and Drakes. <laughs> uh, Dustin Timberlake, Memphis Grizzlies. The Timberlake group has a 3% ownership stake in that team. Mm. He's a pop superstar. I'm a lumberjack, but I'm okay. Yeah, from Ray. Mixed up Lumberjack, Boy. Timberlake. Oh, mm. They're under pressure. Liam Gallagher, Oasis with his brother Noel, Manchester City fan. Gallagher is noted for his distinctive singing voice style, but uh, his outspoken, brash, and abusive personality uh, gets mate, him into trouble. Great singer, not a great bloke. No. Ian, oh sorry, Hugh Grant was next, an mm. avid fan of Fulham in the EPL and frequently attends matches home and away. Yep. Then we had Ian Molly Meldrum, the music guru. Did you know he jumped the fence oh. at the Junction Oval in 1963 as a 20-year-old to deliver a message to Kevin Cowboy Neal, <laughs> saying, listen, apart from winning, you need better percentage to get in. And they did. Yeah. I bet Molly said, do yourself a favour, and Big Cowboy listened in and bought the album. Oh, brave to tackle Big Cowboy Neal, <laughs> oh, wouldn't he? Don't yeah. you think? And Sam Pang, right. Australian comedian, uh, radio and television presenter on the front bar, writer and producer, actually played for the Collingwood under-18s, under-19s team. Did you know that? I do now. Yeah, good on you. Oh, one of our faves, yeah. Jacob Lands. Go, there. Jacob. Oh, wild, mad, East Fremantle Shark supporter, West Coast Eagle, breakfast presenter here on Sport FM 91.3 with Wayne Clark. We love you, Jacob. Yeah. Julie Bishop, the deputy leader of the Liberal Party from 2007 to 2018. And no, nah, she wasn't a docker. She was a mad number one ticket holder for the West Coast Eagles. Then we went to Barack Obama. Very clever how he came up with, oh, Barack's a barracker. Yeah, that was good. No extra points. 44th president of the US, old Barack, from 2009 to 2017. He was the first African-American president of the United States and a big supporter of the Chicago Bulls and every other Chicago team. Yeah, Bradley Cooper, famous. Famous American actor, American Sniper, was the film museum. A yeah. star was born a hangover, fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. There was a Brad Cooper, the Australian swimmer, though, there wasn't there? There, there was. Yeah, the Olympics? He, no, I'd give him a point he, he for that. That was a pretty good effort. Yeah, there was yeah. a Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh, look, a fantastic stars. Mm-hmm. 45 there. Look, a big thanks to our producer on this one here. Wrote the script there. Yep. Took a bit of a different angle at it, didn't he? Jolly Justin. Justin. Jolly, yeah, thank you, Jolly Justin, there for that fantastic. Hey. Hey, yeah, there's Big G's voice. Where did he come from? It's magic. Hey, magic. boys. Oh, mate. Hey, listen, congratulations on winning the $100, the uh, Adrian Slater. Oh, mate. $100 prize last week. Hey, what are you going to do with that? Well, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I, I, first of all, I, I, I thank Adrian Slater. I met him. He's a champion of a man, mate. He's a very, very... Isn't he? Good ...really uh, passionate waffle fully supporter, mate. So he's a ripper. But yeah. I yeah. thank you for the 100 bucks. So I've got... Look, I'm torn between putting it towards my East Perth membership for the year right. or I think I think I might even buy some more tickets to the Gloves Are Off musical so oh, I'm, uh, in a, I'm in two yes. minds there boys they're going up in price because there's only so <laughs> many left there Big G yeah 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 look um, talking about fans I, I was trying to think of what sort of fan I was and so I did a bit of research <laughs> and if I can just ad lib a bit um, I read a book I read an article from this American Journal so there's a bit of American stuff here but he comes up with about 16 types of fans so look oh. I'll just go through a couple. Um, yep. The one he calls the Uncle Rico, well, he, he lives in the past. So he thinks that <laughs> you know all players and teams were better in the good old days. And he just, you know, he just doesn't quite cop the, the, the current team. He's always about the good old days, this and that. So I don't know if that's me. Then there's the coach. 
Um, uh, everywhere, you know, the, the aren't coach they? is a guy that uh, steps up the coffee table, asks your team, this is a goal, and he, he, yep. he honestly believes he could lead his team to a premiership. So, <laughs> oh, mate, we know I'm not sure about that. that. I don't yeah. know. They're everywhere, aren't they? There's a lot of coaches. Yeah, good luck. Couch coaches. Yeah. You're yeah, my favourite, but my favourite, and I reckon, look, I reckon this could be Rye Driver, but he, yeah, he's called right. the Belushi, so he's, yeah. he's, um, he's, he's rowdy, he's, uh, uh, loves going live sports, he's, he isn't a hooligan, he's That's not a hooligan, but he loves his team, and he's a bit of a heckler, he's not a fighter, he's a heckler, <laughs> but he, you find him in the cheap seats with a, with a burger and a beer, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that'd but be he, right. He's summed yeah, up perfectly. Yeah. He's, perfectly. He's, he's um, got you, except yeah. I never buy you a burger, but that's fine. No, that you never have. Who uh, else? Look, there's one more. This is not me. The jockey. So the jockey. I had a mate. I had a nephew here. That they just jump on. They find one single athlete, yeah. and they fall in love with him, and they oh, follow yeah. him from sport to sport to sport to when he retires. So oh, yeah, I don't know. That's not me. No. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't actually find me at all. So probably all bits and pieces of everyone. Uh, maybe you got the best qualities from each there, Big G. What do you reckon? Uh, well, there's the gambler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> yeah. well, What's mate, the gambler do? Well, he just goes, you go to his house, and the TV's on, he's got sport on there, he's clicking back between online poker, he's booked his website. <laughs> um, and look, he doesn't care if he's at his grandmother's wake. He has a lot of money riding on the game. Oh, no. Uh, John Jerovich used to play a brilliant game of football for South Fremantle with a betting card in the sock. <laughs> yeah. And Polly liked the bet also. Polly Ooh, Farmer. Yeah, no. Loved a bit. bit. There's and, been a few. I, um, you always knew if George Bush has had a bad day. He was a bit grumpy in the ABC. <laughs> yeah, true. True. We love hey, look, Georgie. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go, but I, I've got a one word of warning, mate. I, I don't know the jock from Norsen, but I've just listened to him talk. And look, I don't know him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But beware, mate. I reckon he sounds like one of those bloody low down West Perth supporters, mate. Oh, uh, well, okay. Rod from Success is yeah. listening, so yeah. be a little yeah. bit a careful Cardi. there. A Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was no, on mate, early, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm East Big Perth, G? and we just, we just can't handle the Cardi uh, supporters, okay. mate. So, okay. hey, while you're there, uh, Big G, do you enjoy yep. playing your home games at Leaderville Oval? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. No. Poor old East Perth, the Royals, they got kicked out of Lotons, had to go down the road and play again, and play at the absolute ground where their arch rivals used to inhabit. Down at I know, and they got given the old crappy old club rooms and buddy yeah. you go in there and you look on the walls and see Derek Chabot's locker, but they had to move that, you know, had to yeah. move six Ks from one building to the next, so no. Yeah. No. But I, I don't know what I don't think there's any options. I think I think we're stuck there for a while. Mm, there's okay. Big G from East Thank Perth. You, Always G. insightful, right, yeah, isn't he? Always well mate. thought out. Go on, you Big G. Thank you. See you, boys. Bye-bye. Enjoy the show. Cheers. And we're enjoying it immensely, and we're going to check out some text messages there while we've got a chance. Any good ones there worth mentioning? Yes, look, we uh, have a text here from Dale from Armadale. Oh, good one. Suggesting that the gentlemanly game, sport of cricket, mm-hmm. has seen a few indiscretions over the years, oh, mate. Yeah, there's yep. been a few fan sort of blow-ups there. Good call, Dale. Yep. There's been a few incidents with cricket fans, and we're going to play a few little clips now mm-hmm. to jog it in and jog the memory. Yep. 19 71 at the SCG comes to mind. Jenner is on the ground and Illingworth is with him and the batsman looks to be in a bad way. And Snow already has been warned by umpire Rowan for intimidation under law 46. Then Snow comes down to say hello to some of the fans at the Paddington end. Now look at this. One of the drunken ones grabs him, tries to assault him now, pulls him into the fence and Snow tries to pull away. The spectator is pulled away by his friends and Snow goes away followed by beer cans that are being thrown at him. 
Oh, wasn't Snowy a very fiery character? Oh, was he? What, the old poet? Yeah. Then there was this in 1977 in New Zealand. Within a couple of years, the novelty of streakers on the ground had become very irritating for the players. Greg Chappell, he has stated in the past his intention of dealing with streakers. He's not happy with them. Well, Greg was a mighty great player. Yeah, but not a fan of spectators running onto the field, was oh, he? Oh, no, he no. just whacked him with a bat. He did, on what the bum. A, Take a, that. About 1982 at the Wacker. Ah. Now, look, they're going to chase them off. Look at this. There's something uh, going on here with players boy. and spectators. You're There's silly a, boy. an argument here. This is silly stuff. This is not good. Lily's involved there, too. There are three players in this. And there's been a punch thrown. There are policemen on the field. But a spectator punched one of the Australian players. That is a, a sensation here. The policeman is making a rest there. And that's uh, Alderman, is it? He's down. Yeah, well, Terry Alden missed about 18 months of cricket because of that shoulder injury. Absolutely <coughs> atrocious. He chased a fan, oh, didn't he? Right. And DK Lilly had yeah. a guy in a headlock he, on the ground. DK. Yeah. I must say, what I did yeah. enjoy there was the old Norman May and Keith Miller oh, commentary. Brilliant. Hey, Norman May. What we he did these days. Yeah. Um, switching to soccer, how yep. about this for a memorable fan incident from 1995? Oh, Norman Davis, the Manchester United kit man, trying to pull him away. It's all got wildly out of hand, and once more, Eric Cantona is the man at the centre of a dramatic controversy. The flamboyant Frenchman Eric Cantona and his flying karate kick on a Crystal Palace fan. Cantona had been sent off for kicking an opponent, but then he further reacted after he's heckled with abuse from one of the Palace fans. Oh, he had a short fuse, didn't oh. he? Eh? Flat out assaulted a bloke with a big kung fu kick fighting kick, hey? Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kicks were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit Does home loan terminology leave your head spinning? Let Adrian Slater take the worry out of your next home loan decision with his stressless, personable approach. With 22 years of experience as a leading Perth mortgage broker, Adrian Slater will find the best loan for your individual circumstances. In a pleasant and professional manner. Adrian Slater, Mortgage Broking Services. Home loans, investment loans and specialising in first home buyers. Call 0412-401-772 now. Jolly Justin has just pointed out that yeah. Cantona was charged with assault, no. but after serving his nine-month suspension, mm -hmm. came back to play a pivotal role for Manchester United's Premier League title run in 1996. Cantona was a talented soccer player. Oh, yeah, good player. And you know what? A fine yeah. actor. He's in yeah. a number of shows on Netflix. Hey? You've told me that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of French, get this one. What about the fan at the 2021 Tour de France yep. who held up a sign on the road which caused a massive pile-up and severe injuries for a number of competitors? Hopeless. Remember? The worst crash ever seen at the Tour de France. 26 riders in total were injured at the crash, four of whom unable to continue in the second stage of the event. Mm. Oh, well, on a lighter note, what about the USA sporting fan mm. from the 70s, 80s and 90s? Morgana Roberts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 The kissing bandit. Oh, and the bandit. It looks like Morgana has made her way onto the field. How can you tell? She's not after Jose, is she? Now she's headed for the TV truck. 
mm. Morgana would run onto various American no. sporting fields, kiss a player, and then bounce away into the crowd. Oh, it's a shame that idiotic fans have forced such stringent security measures so we'll never see the likes of the kissing bandit again. Yeah, that's right. Or the pig-labelled plugger at the SCG. Oh, careful what you say about pigs, mate, because Pete from Pingerup will be on the phone and on to you straight away. Good. Yeah. Here's a memorable baseball event from 2003. That's awfully close to fan interference right there. The umpire's all over it. The umpire right down there, Mike Everett's on the play. If a Lou has to reach into the stands, it's fair game for the fans to catch the ball. If the fan reaches out over the field, then it can be ruled fan interference. That is very, very close. An unfortunate incident at Wrigley Field in Chicago when poor Chicago Cubs fan Steve Bartman uh. took spectator involvement to a sad and rather unfortunate level. Yeah. The Florida Marlins batter popped up a fly ball into foul territory and a Cubs outfielder jumped up the wall to take the catch. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bartman, a spectator in the stand, leant over the side of the wall to try to take a crowd catch, spoiling the fielder's attempt to make the second out of the eighth inning. The Cubs lost the game yeah. and a chance to play in the World Series. They endured a 95-year championship drought until 2016. Oh. Steve Bartman was <laughs> promptly <laughs> accompanied out of the stadium by security guards and found himself doused in beer, urine, pretzels. Oh, some, un un some uncooked hamburger meat thrown from the kiosk. Oh, yeah, an ice cream cone smashed on his scone. Mm, hot dog sauce and mustard squirted all over him. Oh, <laughs> and a half-eaten choo-choo bar oh, glued to his forehead. That'd be right. Bartman learned a tough lesson that as a fan, he should have kept his hands to himself. And keep your hands to yourself. Here's a curious text from Fred from Bedrock saying, Yabba Dabba Do. What do you make of that, Ryan? Oh, mate, I think he's referring to a guy called Stephen Harold Gascoigne. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, the, the Newcastle and Tottenham star, yeah. No, that was Paul oh. Gazza Gascoigne. No, oh. no, Stephen Gascoigne, better known as Yabba, oh. <laughs> was an Australian sports fan remembered as the heckler at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Yabba was known for his knowledgeable witticisms shouted from the hill. Ah, uh, yep. that's right. In Yabba's era, cricket matches were watched like, like tennis matches. True. And spectators at the SCG were much quieter than today. This is the reason Yabba's comments were so clearly heard by players and spectators. Yeah, the hill area was replaced with seating in the early 1990s. And the new area they named Yabba Hill in honour of his colourful comments. In 2008, a bronze statue of Yabba was placed in the SCG where the hill once was. Sculptured in a characteristic mm. pose, one hand acting as a megaphone in the act of delivering one of his famous interjections. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, mate, we've got a couple yeah. here. Oh, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Um, I wish you were a statue. And I was a pigeon. Yeah, not like it, yeah, but hey, yeah. look, at the, this is my favourite. Telling a fly-swatting English cricket captain, Douglas Jardine, to leave our flies alone, Jardine. They're yeah. the only friends you've got here. <laughs> what about ball him a grand piano and see if he can play that instead? Or another one, those are the only balls you've touched all day to an English batsman adjusting his box. And this is to an opposing bowler. Your length's lousy, but your bowl a good width. Oh, thanks to Fred from Bedrock for that suggestion. All right, resourceful Rye, yep. I'm going to throw a few names at you and yep. see if you can recall the fan incident they were involved with. Yeah, okay, okay. Go for it, I'm ready. 
Malcolm Brown. Oh, billiard balls. Your South Fremantle supporters throwing billiard balls at him. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Pat Cash. Oh, when he won Wimbledon men's title in 1987, yeah. Cash climbed over the tennis fans mm-hmm. to see his family and friends. They're up the yep. wall. Yeah, he did. Here's my favourite. Yep. Babe Ruth. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That overrated Babe tried to chase a fan out of the stadium, Murray Cooper style, for heckling him. But he was too overweight to catch him. All right, got it. What about Alan Jakovic? Oh, Jakovic used to run around the boundary line, high-fiving fans when he kicked a goal for Melbourne in the 90s. He did, but yep. I've got you on this one. Yep. Lucan Tui. Mm. No, I got it. Yeah. A rugby player grabbed an abusive fan after the game. Oh, that's yep. right. I know you're going to get this one. Yep. Gary Sidebottom. Oh, in 1978, when he was playing for St Kilda, Sidey was hit by a beer can thrown by a fan. Disgraceful. Oh, idiot. Richard Hadley. Oh, a great player, but not very popular with the Australian cricket fans, who used to hurl abuse in his direction. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I think they used to chant, Hadley is an anchor or yeah, something, something like, like yeah, that, wasn't it? On, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while. So look dirty. Mm-hmm. Philosophically, why are we fans? Well, yeah, perhaps being in a group gives us a sense of stability, maybe a sense of belonging to the social world, mm. a chance to share and celebrate the emotional journey of winning, to reflect on past and lost glory, Joy and victory, agony and defeat. Mm, glory days. Well mm. said, Dirty. Very deep, bud. Very yeah. deep. Possibly we need to have a sense of fitting in. Something tribal. A membership that helps with our identification, well-being, and lowers our sense of alienation, isolation, and loneliness. Lonesome town Where the broken hearts stay Look, here's a text from Jan from Jandicott asking, what are the best sports that attract the smallest number of fans? Mm. Oh, fencing. Mm. Yeah. Maybe chess. Mm. Badminton. Oh, what about rhythmic gymnastics? Oh, yeah. I love it when yeah. they get the ribbon out. Yeah. So, I reckon squash is a great sport. And Australia's boasted some of the finest players the world has ever seen. Jeff Hunt and Heather Mackay. Unfortunately, very difficult to fit thousands of fans in to watch squash. And it's a tough one to televise. So yeah. the fan base and sponsors' dollars are damn hard to attract. So anyway, Rye, I reckon let's go with another of our new segments. Okay. Welcome to Yesterday's Heroes. With this quick brief, can you guess who the star from yesteryear is? He played 211 games with South Fremantle in the Waffle during the 1960s and 70s. A rover who made his debut for South Fremantle in 1967. He kicked four goals in their 1970 grand final win over Perth and wins the Simpson medal for best on ground. Two years later, he represents Western Australia at the Perth Carnival and was included in the All-Australian team. He played a total of five games for WA and in that same year topped South Fremantle's goal-kicking with 35 goals. He was a quick in-and-under player with lightning ball-handling skills damaging with his pace away from packs and had the ability to deliver the ball accurately on either foot, making him a favourite with the fans. So come on, Dirty Gordito, who am I talking about? Yeah, no worries, Roy. I got this one for sure. It's it's Rolly Dorr. Uh Close. He wore the helmet, didn't he, Rolly Dorr? In the 1970 grand final, that would have got him Simpson medal votes for sure. You, You couldn't miss him. Not Rolly Dawes, oh, sorry. Have yeah, another guess, mate. Oh, it might have been Ronnie Bowe. He probably oh, played. Ronnie Bowe, I don't know if he played. The cricketer. About that. Yeah. Yep. Um, or Peter Trude, maybe. Left footer, wingman. Did he have a helmet also, Peter Trude? No, but he did some umpiring, so that oh, might have counted God. him yeah, out. Okay, no. Okay. wasn't Peter Trude. One, one last. One last one. Yeah, Don Haddo. Got him. No. Got no, him. No. Oh, come on. Sorry, mate. Welcome to yesterday's hero, Brian Sicatosto. Oh, Sicko, yeah. Sicko. What a player. Me, I'm yesterday's hero. Yes.
Oh, sorry about that, mate. I'm glad you included that there, Brian. I know you started your career as a soccer player. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I couldn't play footy at the time because uh, my dad made me play soccer. But, yeah, I uh, ran the boundary for CBC Fremantle in the inter-school competition for a little while. Yeah, and then they picked you up and you kicked four goals in your first game, apparently. Well, I uh, played for the opposition in the first game because they were short. (laughs) (laughs) It ended up, uh, I wasn't too popular for a little while, but uh, that started my footy career, though. Oh, fantastic. Look, we'll get started with the word association. Okay, Brian, with the first thought that comes to mind, and we'll start with John Todd. Brilliant. Polly Farmer. Football royalty. Hassaman. A talented Victorian. Ah, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Gregory Brown, controversial. Greg Brio. Yeah, hard as nails. Dobby Graham. King hit. What happened there with Dobby Graham? Well, I played against uh, Dobby Graham in my first full league game at Fremantle Open. I kicked four in him. Uh, he paid me back at Perth Oval. Uh, I was running to the boundary next thing that I copped one, and uh, he escorted me off the ground then. Did you get him back? Oh, I know. I'm a clean player. I don't do that sort of stuff. <laughs> Billy Walker. Oh, yeah, he's one of the best. Technology and footy. Well, I think the technology a long way behind cricket and tennis after watching the uh, Australian Open. But, uh, yeah, I think we've only taken uh, baby steps at the moment. We've got to improve, I think. Family? Yeah, I've got a fully supportive wife, daughters and grandkids. They're all members of the South Carolina Football Club, too. Uh, so look, we're bull- <laughs> yeah, now bulldogging right along. We're going to go in a bit of a different direction here, Sickos. As an adolescent, who was your heroes? Well, there's two of them, Toddy and Jero. Toddy and? The uh, whiz kids of South Fremantle back in the 50s. Hardest opponent? Yeah, well, I played against Cable, Walker, Valley, Melrose, Deeperoozle, etc. But Rob Wiley was the hardest. Best teammate or teammates? Wow, there are a lot of mates. Stanley, Charles, Magro. Graham Corp Riley, Lenny Sunshine Clark, and, and Tony Bobby McHale. They oh. were probably my best mates, yeah. Uh, greatest player you played with? Toss up, Stephen Michael and Morris Rioli. Favourite movie? Oh, it's got to be The Godfather. <laughs> Favourite book? Well, Mum wrote two books, my mum, so I'll have to mention those. There's Emma, A Translated Life, and Emma, A Recipe for Life. Ah, family history. Proud. Yeah, Proud. Very good. Favourite music group? Hard to pick, but I'll go for the Bee Gees. Gary Malarkey went for the Bee Gees. Favourite movie star? Yes, he did. Malarkey. Favourite movie star? Well, I couldn't go past Morgan Freeman. Good one. Greatest achievement in life? Uh, Rescuing the Bulldogs from bankruptcy. Hobbies. Got any hobbies there, Brian? Oh, just all puzzles, mate. Crossword puzzles, you know, Mm -hmm. Sudoku and all those sort of things. Yeah, the only hobbies I've got. Who would play you in the movie... Brian Sicotosto. Well, I've got three because if it's a drama, it'd be Al Pacino. <laughs> yes. If it was a comedy, it'd be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and if it was a horror movie, it'd be Danny DeVito. Oh, ripper. Anything to add there, Brian? I don't think you'd get many people to watch my life uh, uh, story anyway, but um, it'll be uh, one for the record books. I've got a couple for you. Any truth to the rumour? This is coming from Dirty Gordito. Any truth to the rumour that you taught Stephen Michael the finer points of tap rucking? I came up from Cogent up back in 1975. Skinny fella. 
he developed as a great ruckman back in uh, around about 78 when I was captain, and I taught him the rudimentary uh, parts of ruck work, and he certainly was a good uh, learner. I reckon that you're possibly the greatest player ever to wear the number one. Yep, I reckon you're better than Noel Carter and Clive Lewington. What do you think? I don't know whether you're... Uh this is a comedy to this show there, but those two were great players. And to be mentioned in the same breath as those two, uh, I'm very proud. Yeah, good on you. Billy Walker won four Sandover medals. How many Sandovers do you think your one Simpson is worth? I reckon I've got him covered with four. I reckon one Simpson, four Sandovers. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Many thanks, Brian Sicatosto, for being part of the Gloves Are Off Yesterday's Hero. Thanks, mate. Yeah, good on you, mate. Oh, wasn't he great? Sicko. Love great Sicko. Player. Yeah, he's a Love champion player. Champion accommodating, player. always accommodating. Hey, Up for a chat. Tell you what, the yeah. texts have been going off. While oh, we're mate, we've got what one. Have you got there? Simon from Melville. Yeah. Manchester United's Eric Cantona. Oh, and his yeah. karate kick, yeah, which I've already mentioned. Him, brilliant. Crystal Palace. Yep. And Rod from Success twice. Yeah. He goes, Big G. Yeah. He's just depressed. <laughs> Gee, steady on. Just like there hasn't been a female tennis winner since 1978 at the Australian Open, right. East Perth haven't won a real premiership since 1978. Oh, God. Gee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got Canoe texting yeah. a couple here. Yeah. He has said, yes. uh, regarding Pat Cash, of course, mm-hmm. he said the newspaper headline in the Melbourne Sun after Cashy won in, in 87, won the Wimbledon final, he said the headline was Cash Bounces Dud Check. Mm. Ivan Lendl, of course, being the check. <laughs> yeah, a bit harsh, bit harsh, yeah, the headlines. Good player, Ivan Lendl. It's humorous. Absolutely. It's a and witticism. Oh, nice. Okay. There are a so, few other aspects of fandom yeah, worth okay. considering, I think, Big Bad Riot. Sure. What about the most useless, irrelevant fan habits? I mean, like the crowd wave. Oh, look, I find that fun and it's collective. Oh. It brings everyone together. Someone's got to pick up all the rubbish. Oh, yeah. All right. What about beer snakes? What a boring waste of time. <laughs> Truly. They should, as soon as they see them starting to make yeah. a beer snake, <laughs> throw them out. Just arrest them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, taser, maybe. <laughs> 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 hey, what about those, those de- what are they, clappers? When someone's re- next to you, one of those loud clappers. Annoying. Yes. Oh, mate, I mean, you, Same. you walk out and you can't hear for the next 12 hours. Oh, you heard the term tinnitus? Oh, That's what they do. Yeah, well, if, if I had a clapper next to me, I wouldn't have heard it. Mm. But worse than that, what about blowing those damn vuvuzelas? Banned. <sighs> Banned. Oh. Band. I reckon that's jail time. Remember the World Cup was played in South Africa yeah. and we watched it on TV and there's that buzzing noise. Mm. Like there's you know, herds of bees everywhere. Yeah. I reckon that was Hilton from Scarborough and all his <laughs> buddies in the crowd there blowing the damn vuvuzelas. I couldn't stand them. What about the club members mm-hmm. who pay membership fees, yeah. hefty ones, yeah. attend every home game and sit in the bar <laughs> watching the game on TV? <laughs> We know a, a few, few mates of them. Then, yeah. <laughs> a marvellous misunderstanding of following yes. your team, in yes. my opinion. Yeah. Perhaps they're happy to make a donation to the club, enjoy the socialising aspect, mm. but not so keen on the actual sport part itself. Mm. Mm. Oh, listen, we're about out of time here, oh, mate. Yeah. Minnow's yeah. um, going to boot us out <laughs> very shortly. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Minnow today? Oh, it looks great. He's strutting around the studio yeah. wearing his Joe Namath autographed helmet. <laughs> okay, mate. So um, here we go. Who are the prize winners for today? Oh, yeah. The Pancho's voucher for the quirky quiz question was won by Benny from Bentley, okay. who correctly answered Greg Ritchie, Greg. the old oh. fat cat. They staggered out Golly. there to pat Steve War on the back. He was an opening batsman, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, no, middle order. Middle order. Good player. Yep. So rambunctious, right? Who wins the $100 cash for the laudable listener this week? The Adrian Slater. Yep. 
Mortgage Broking Services. Yep. $100 prize goes to... Come on! Rod from success! Good on hey! you, Rod. You've had yeah, some success, buddy. <laughs> the miracle Cardi. match. He yeah. gave the can of Coke nope. to Did Dennis Lee. Fought! To congratulate him on the oh, miracle match, yep. knocking over Vivi Richards and Greg Chappell and the like, and there it is on YouTube. Yep. We're gonna YouTube's gonna have an extra twelve thousand hits tonight, <laughs> looking for Rod from Success yeah, yeah. handing the can of coke over. Yeah, good on you, Rod. Good on you, Roddy. Brilliant. Hey, as long as Johnny Jolly Justin's got your contact there, yeah. we're gonna slip you a hundred big ones. You don't run into Wayne Clark on the steps coming up here to collect it. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm thrilled for him. An excellent choice there, mate. The gloves are off. Continues to climb in popularity. I believe we've hit the top ten this week in Ottawa, Quito, Taipei, and Budapest. Quito? Where's Quito? Yeah, that's uh, in Quito. Ecuador. Have, oh. you, have you ever been there? No, no, no. no not yet. yet. Mm. No, well, I tell you what, we're still number one in Moscow mm. and number two in Beijing. Oh, well, Xi Jinping is determined to p- push the gloves off into number one, so he's demanded that in all English lessons in China, yeah. the students are required to recite lines from a variety of our episodes. Yeah. Great idea, great initiative. We challenge all listeners to join the gloves are off again here next Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Sport FM 91.3. So as always, we'll finish today with a classic song devoted to the sports fans, a rousing rendition of a passionate tune sung regularly by the fans from the Liverpool Football Club. From Dirty Goodito, it's ciao for now. And bye from Rye. Liverpool, they're a football club steeped in history of spine-tingling glory and at times truly heartbreaking tragedy. But when you are part of Liverpool Football Club, you'll never walk alone.
an unbelievable moment for football in Australia. Does home loan terminology leave your head spinning? Let Adrian Slater take the worry out of your next home loan decision with his stressless, personable approach. With 22 years of experience as a leading Perth mortgage broker, Adrian Slater will find the best loan for your individual circumstances. In a pleasant and professional manner, Adrian Slater Mortgage Broking Services. Home loans, investment loans, and specialising in first home buyers. Call 0412 401 772 now.